Okay, welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made you mad online this week. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuiter. We're trying to power this through this as fast as possible because, as is typical of our summer episodes, we're sitting here uh, sweating our balls off. Yeah, it's uh, fucking a million degrees outside, and I just want to say this to every Vancouverite who complains about there not being enough sun. This is your fault. Thanks a lot. You're ruining my life. Yeah, I'll take the rain. Although, I will say, it's uh, it's kind of nice being, this doesn't even seem that hot to me currently. Uh, oh. Having just spent the week. Why week-end. is that, Derek? Having just did, spent the weekend. Wait. Did uh, so, you go somewhere? So, I was traveling. Oh, traveling really? for work. Where'd uh, you go? I went to Phoenix, which is a shithole. Yeah. Uh, and I went to San Antonio. Yeah. Which was pretty nice, but unbearably hot as well. But not as bad yeah. as Phoenix, which I don't fucking understand. Like, the whole city is just a testament to man's stupidity. Why do we need to build a city in the desert? Yeah, it's like they don't even have lawns because it's, like, too hot. They don't. It was just, like, dirt and, like, uh, desert and uh, fucking cockroaches. And was, was, like... When you said hi to people, were they just like, Ugh. I didn't, there were no people. You were in, like, you were either in an air-conditioned, like, tube, like yeah. a car, on your way to somewhere. Yeah. And then you would, like, sprint inside, where it was also air-conditioned. But, so like, it's like, no one was outside. It's like opposite Edmonton, Alberta in the winter. Yeah. Like, it's the like polar opposite. You're only in a car, because it's warm, and you go somewhere indoors that's warm. Yeah. But you're in a car that's cold. You go somewhere indoors, it's cold. You only travel in temperature-controlled vehicles to temperature-controlled places. Yeah. But you don't go outside because fuck that. Why would you do that? Yeah, why would you? In addition to the heat, the first first day I was in Phoenix, I got a notification on my phone. And it was like emergency alert, dust storm headed to the city. And I was like, what what the fuck's, what's what's a dust storm? Oh, my Uh, God. And my was it a dust storm or was it a sandstorm? I'm pausing so that we can work the music in. <laughs> 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 uh, it it was a yeah it was it was a whatever storm and uh, apparently 45 like foot wall of sand will just like blow into the city from do like the in the mummy where it turned into its face. It was the guy's face. That would have been much cooler. Remember that old, the Brendan Fraser mummy? Not that what that new. Didn't Tom they just Cruise. remake it? Yeah, Tom Cruise was in it, and nobody watched. After it. like, they're like, "Oh, this movie's ten years old. Time yeah. for a reboot." Uh, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I think it's more like twenty. Like we're old as shit. I almost did a spit take there. Holy <laughs> fuck! Is it actually that old? It might even like, be twenty-five. No, Brendan Fraser still has a very active <laughs> no, he acting doesn't. career. He's in, he, he's in lots of stuff. Uh, did you hear what he blames the lack of his career on? Trump. He got me too Liberals. Oh, did or he for he real? Me too'd no, wait, somebody. he did me too yeah, someone. Because he said. It was a dude, wasn't it? Yeah, some dude tried to grow, rub up on him. Is it okay to joke about it when it's dude nope. on dude? I still feel like. Nope. Okay, so he was saying that some guy tried, uh, was it a casting agent or somebody? Some Hollywood-esque type guy tried to, uh squeeze his dirty hands into Brendan Fraser's clothes and Brendan Fraser uh, thwarted his advances and said that hurt his career. Oh, president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, a 
alleged in the summer of 2003 that he was sexually assaulted by Philip Burke, the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The incident and his subsequent divorce launched Fraser into a depression, which, combined with health issues and backlash within the industry over speaking out against Burke, caused his career to decline. I think what actually caused his career to decline was that movie he made with the... with the Encino com- Man. No, the computer animated animals. Encino Man. That he fought... Did you see that movie? No, but I don't even remember what it's called. Also, Terry Crews, somebody me too. Terry Crews. What? Or wait, like no, he he me too. Yeah, sorry, I call it me too when they when they when they get like sexually harassed or assaulted. Terry Crews, sexual assault. Can you believe it? Sexual assault. Somebody assaulted Terry Crews. That guy's like made of muscles. Said he was at a party in 2016 when the head of the motion picture department at his then agency twice grabbed his genitals in front of his wife. Ooh. Wait. In front of Terry Crews. Does that mean you and me have been me tooing each other for like... The whole time. 20 years? Stop it. (laughs) Ah, you better... Uh, for those of you who... You better who, not get famous. He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to preemptively say that I just have a fetish for Pocadale's wiener. That doesn't make it wrong. Okay? Uh, uh, you can't kink shame me for... Kink shame? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the whole Gian Gomeshi thing when he was like like choking women against their will? And he came out preemptively and he was like, it's just a kink I have. Oh uh, and that actually held up in court. Anyways, do we want to talk about some shit? Let's talk about some shit. This, like uh, you cheating on me. This Alan... With <laughs> 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 Julie. This, uh, yeah, that was that was a good episode, though. It was. I especially liked the part where she said... She did that say that. I'm funnier than you. I edited, I spliced some things in there to... funnier uh, yeah, than you. Well, that seems to be what... So that's fine. You get to be the funny one. That's and good. And I get to be... The less funny one. You can be the more attractive one. I was going to say, yeah, but it's a podcast. It doesn't matter who's more attractive. Yeah. And really, you have the better voice. No. Ladies. <laughs> Do I have the better voice, Derek? <laughs> I was not aware of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, great episode last week with Julie. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to that, which I don't know why that would be the case, uh, check that one out. Probably the best episode we've recorded yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue that. Uh, yeah. She was very knowledgeable. I respected the fact that she. I feel like she actually did some re- some research cast. or like like just new things. Yeah. Which was a w- weird. It was weird. It was I weird do, having a knowledgeable person. I do have umbrage with one thing, and this is just me being nitpicky, but I've insisted that we always pick newer songs so that we can trick people. That was, that was her that was her fault. I know, but but we're trying to trick people so they think we're current and we know what's going on just because we take new music. And Tina Turner kind of just blew that all out of the water. And I was like, now we can't be like, oh, we're not actually old dudes because people will be like, well, Tina Turner was on your podcast. And we'll be like, yeah, I guess we're old now. Counterpoint. Yeah. We just spent five minutes discussing Brendan Fraser at the beginning <laughs> of an episode. So, you Good know, point. you win some, you lose some. You know what? Maybe our out-of-date pop culture references actually <laughs> mesh perfectly up with Tina Turner. I, I feel like they, they complement each other quite well. Besides, it's, it's at the point now where, like, all that shit is, like, it's retro, right? It's yeah. so old. 
it's it's new. Yeah. It's gone full circle. Okay. So like things from the eighties, nineties, you talk about it, and like fourteen year olds, because you think what were fourteen year olds listening to when we were in school? It was all like they were like, oh, I love fucking Zeppelin, man, and, and like the and the Beatles. Uh, I just got my dad's Beatles album. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to listen to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? <laughs> it's totally crazy. That, that was high school, though. And like, yeah. So now we can be hip and we can relate to the kids by dropping some sick, sick Brendan Fraser facts on them. And it's perfect timing because now that I'm an old guy, Phil Collins sounds so fucking good. Every time I hear a Phil Collins song, I'm like, ooh, oh, what shit. is this? I'm just shit. Hey, fun fact. Yeah. I was just in San Antonio. Yeah. Where the Alamo is. I was just in San Antonio. And oh, I saw the Alamo. They had uh, they had Phil, they had Alamo facts posted all over the place because it's like they're one tourist attraction. Yeah. Uh, and there was one about Phil Collins. I can't remember what it is. Holy shit, Derek. <laughs> what? I want to share with about anticlimactic. That, that Phil Collins. There's probably, besides me, I bet there's at least one listener who's like, what the fuck? I want to know what Phil Collins did. At- <laughs> Perfect. Uh, apparently, he wrote a, uh, Phil Collins wrote a 416-page coffee table book. Uh, entitled the, the the Alamo: A Collector's Collector's Journey. What? Yeah, he wrote four hundred sixty four hundred sixty pages in a coffee table book about the Alamo. Yes. Okay. One, that sounds awesome. Two, sounds like I'm not going to read any book. Basically, that's four hundred sixteen pages. Oh, it's a coffee table book. You don't have to read it. You just uh, have it there so that people uh, think you care about that thing. Yeah. So you could be like, look, here's a book. There's not even fucking dragons in it, and I'm so smart I read it all. That's like why, like, uh, there are two books in the world that you will find on every white dude's bookshelf that none of them have ever, ever read. Uh, I'm totally guilty of this. One yeah. is uh, Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Never read it. Right? Uh, the other one is uh, uh, the Stephen Hawking book, uh, Brief Brief History of Time. What? Yeah, for real. I would like to survey. Wait. Talk in the microphone. I got to do a quick Twitter survey. Am I going to fucking lose my white privilege? Because I don't have either of those oh, yeah, books. Dude. dude, that can't happen. <laughs> do you know how much more my life would be shitty if I didn't have that privilege? Kind of just keeping me afloat whenever I make a mistake. I thought you were going to say, like, Catch-22 and what's another book? Oh, that's a good, that's a great book, though. Yeah. That's a legit. Oh, and Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye is another. Okay. All right. But I've read, I own both those books and I've read both those. I think those are, like, they're more digestible than. I started reading Catcher in the Rye and I got bored. I was like. What's the baseball? It just seems like this guy's walking. And I was like, come out. So if you're not personally aware with my reading habits, it consists of science fiction and something I have to read for a course. And since I don't take courses anymore, all I read is science fiction because I don't know. If I'm going to just immerse myself into a fake world that somebody else made up, it better be fantastical and there better be either... Space, the future, 
dragons, magic, or sweet, sweet weapons. <laughs> How's that? Uh, Just typing it up right now. Okay, wait. We gotta find out. The people want to know. Uh, Catcher in the Rye. What was the other one? Catch twenty two. Yeah. Catcher in the Rye. Did you ever hear the? Uh, I love this because now I get a segue into a conspiracy theory. Oh God, K. Alex Jones, <laughs> Joe Logan. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Did you know <laughs> that the frogs are gay? <laughs> Catcher in the Rye. It was actually thought to be a trigger book. Like, uh, because all these lone gunmen that were, like, Ooh. every time there was an assassination, hey. they had they found it. Catcher in the Rye in their belongings. So they're saying that there's, like, I don't know if you read a certain way or something that it's triggers you. to. So you're like, it's like, if you don't know what I'm talking about if and you've seen the movie Jason Bourne. Well, if you haven't seen the movie Jason Bourne, then I have nothing to tell you. So anyways, basically... What triggered meant before SJWs ruined it oh. was video games. You were a spy First secretly trained by the government and then your mind was wiped so you wouldn't remember it. It's oh, like and like a, that the trigger phrase was in Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, that's what they're saying was oh. Catcher in the Rye would trigger these assassins and then they would go kill somebody. Like a uh, Manchurian candidate. I feel like it was more that uh, that book was just very popular with the type of men who were disenfranchised. Uh, yeah, like very likely to to assassinate someone or shoot and up there, a high school. And there was no Jordan Peterson to save them back then. Fuck, don't even. <laughs> I'm so glad you weren't here for the episode. I'm like, Dale actually likes okay, Jordan Peterson. I do have to say one thing. I don't like Jordan Peterson anymore. He's kind of gone off the deep end he's gone he's gone beyond my reach of being like i kind of like him because one he's kind of doing the whole lost boys i'll save you you guys need to learn how to live your life better and then he's like doing talks about religion and using the old testament and how it portrays to like these young guys lives like the only reason i liked him was because he would say stuff like you can't legally make me use one of these made-up um, genders. Genders, be, not because I don't want to say it, but because you can't make that by law because it's too vague and it's a sliding slope. And he also Which, said, wait, "Okay, I'll say this: that yeah. that in and of itself is a very mm -hmm. valid argument. But it's like he said that, and it like opened the door to like all these like." Uh, like tribalistic right wing people who just kind of yeah. glommed onto him, and then he was like, "This is my opportunity to become the cult leader I always wanted to be," and, and, and he's really doubled down on and that. And I think I feel like because I listened to I haven't listened to the latest one he was on Joe Rogan, but the one before that, it kind of sound like he just fell into it by accident. Like he was all like, "Oh, you got to remain like keep your head scientific, and you can't get." led astray by like super left-wing people who are like pretending that science doesn't really affect your gender and stuff and that stuff I respect it because I believe that don't say the two genders thing the gender you're born with makes a difference because it affects like the way you're brought not the way you're brought up sorry the way your body develops and the way you are born but I don't believe in gender roles does that make sense like, I don't believe in societal gender roles. Like, I don't think those are dumb. Like, women don't really need to cook. 
that's just stupid and that's left over from before. I don't even want to wade into it. No, but yeah, no, I'm just trying to say, like, I think biological gender and the gender you... Oh, what the fuck's that word? Uh, The gender you identify with aren't the same thing. No, but do they have to be? I think... No, they don't have to be. I feel like the thing... Uh, Peterson was saying was was basically like fuck the role fuck the gender you identify with that doesn't matter I'm oh. not gonna acknowledge that I'm going to acknowledge also then he took like you know he's supposed to be this like uh, super like uh, philosophical uh, professor type yeah but all of a sudden he like does this hard pivot and now he's talking about how there's no morality without religion and yeah, that was that which, came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I, he didn't strike me as the religious type. Well, because he never used to be. Like, a Jordan, old Jordan Peterson, like he was saying, he never really talked about religion or anything. But then he booked like a lecture series using religion, where he kind of just like went into it. And I think he just kind of, I think he just swam out too far and lost sight of the shore. Yeah, and now he's not the same Jordan Peterson. He's like. He's like you said, he's just like with those like disenfranchised like alt-right guys. Which is cool. Like he's built a little like cult for himself. Uh, And this is actually a good pivot to another uh, moron who's built a cult for himself. This uh, Ellen Ellen Musk fella. Oh, I think Uh, I think Ellen Musk just jumped the shark. (laughs) Like I think before everybody was like, this guy's Jesus. He could do anything. Yeah. Whatever. And it's weird because he was like like, he's he was like Tony Stark. He was like a real life Tony Stark, like just like inventing all sorts of crazy shit. More money than God. Uh, The thing that always weirded me out about Ellen Musk was it's, we don't have to do the, well, I mean, we can't pronounce it that. I thought it was just a joke. <laughs> yeah. We were going to run through the whole <laughs> podcast. We we're going to pretend we didn't know. Ellen. The, the thing that bugged me was it was like, it seemed like he didn't play by the same rules as everybody. Like he was like, oh, I'm going to open up my own space industry. And you're like, wait, can you just do that? Why has nobody done that? And he's like, I, you're like, I thought there would be like rules and stuff you'd have to follow. Nope, he just opens up SpaceX. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to make a Hyperloop under Los Angeles. And they're like, wait, a private citizen can just dig under the city? Like, it takes like years to get permits to build like an add on to your house in Los Angeles. And they're just going to let this guy tunnel below the whole city? Like, well, yeah, because that's, that's, the, the end goal of capitalism, right? Like, yeah. you get enough money where you could just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And nobody's yeah. going to be like, no, until yeah. until yeah. you propose. So uh, for anyone who has been trapped in a cave <laughs> <laughs> for the last little while, shot. Uh, there was the harrowing <laughs> story of the world's dumbest soccer coach and his 12 uh, tie. Uh, idiot. Fucking dipshit. I just want to say one thing. I might. Total lack of situational awareness. Crawl into a cave if I had to. I thought they were like on the shore and the cave was the only way they could escape the oncoming water. No, I feel like they just went into the, into the, again, haven't researched this at all. All I knew was that the ultimate end was that there were 12 boys and a soccer coach in a trapped cave. in a cave in Thailand uh, when the, these monsoon rains hit mm-hmm. uh, and filled up a lot of the chambers with water. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 
this soccer team is trapped in this cave. Well, what happened was they, w- I think they went into the cave to escape the rain and then the water kept coming. So they had to keep crawling further into the cave. I remember that was part of it was not that they were like way deep in the cave and then they couldn't get out. The thing was that they kind of went in the cave and then they had to keep crawling back and go deeper and deeper. Until Cause it kept filling up with water, yeah. which why are you going into a cave in monsoon season? Anyway, I bet that guy never coaches soccer again. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it might be too early to call him out on this, but I I approve of the bravado. More on ditch it. If I was an adult with 12 kids under my care and that happened... That would never happen in I'd the first place. I'd imagine I'd come home to a pink slip. Probably, yeah. <coughs> Probably wouldn't happen. Yeah. I don't... I, I coached uh, softball. Or yeah. T-ball. Blast ball. For no, blast ball is what they call it here because yeah. it sounds badass. Yeah. Coached that for Noah this year. Yeah. Four and a half year olds. I, I wouldn't have trusted myself to like leave the ball diamond <laughs> and like care for any of those yeah, kids. Yeah, but like, four year olds are like, they're still at that stage of toddlerhood where they're like actively trying to kill themselves. True. But 12 year olds are, are, are just as dumb as mm-hmm. a four-year-old, mm-hmm. but they think they know better. Oh, yeah. So they're more emboldened to do shit. Yeah. Like maybe climb into a fucking idiot cave in the middle of a monsoon. Yeah. Uh, like morons. Good point. Uh, so anyway, uh, kids were trapped in the cave. Uh, there was this daring rescue mission uh, where, you know, a bunch of like Navy SEALs and like British divers yeah. and like the pretty much this global rescue effort we're uh, the best divers in the world. Yeah, to save these kids, which, successful, hooray, good yeah. news last week. It's awesome. Uh, but uh, billionaire dipshit Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, was told no probably for the first time in his life when he was yeah. like, you know, after being able to disrupt space travel and fucking launch a successful electric car company and sell like $2 billion with the flamethrowers online in 20 seconds. Yeah. And... Uh, all these things. He was like, hey, I built a submarine made, like from fucking spare rocket parts. Yeah. I'm going to fly. This whole thing came about because someone tweeted at him and they were like, hey, this is not a person affiliated with the rescue mission. They yeah. were just like a rando on Twitter tweeted yeah. him and they were like, hey, can you help out with this rescue effort? And yeah, you're a billionaire with nothing fucking better to do. You're like, yeah, I can. PR stunt. Time to get more press for Elon yeah. Musk. Uh, built Built a fucking submarine. Flew himself in the submarine and a team out to Thailand where the actual rescue officials who knew what the fuck they were doing were yeah. promptly like, no, no, thank you. Like, who? Yeah, like there's one part of the cave they had to squish through where it was like the size of a human adult torso. Yeah, it was and like, like, yeah, like a, there was like divers who wouldn't fit through there. So they, you're not just going to slither on like through the rocks. Yeah, you're not going to fucking mash whatever SpaceX's spare rocket through that. Yeah, which uh, Elon Musk thought he was going to do. Uh, and when he got told no yeah. by actual rescuers who went on to successfully rescue the children, mm-hmm. uh, seeing that they were successful without his uh, billionaire playboy intervention, yeah. uh, Ellen went off the deep end a little bit this weekend, tweeting, basically accusing one of the uh, the British divers who yeah. told him to fuck himself when he showed up with the submarine, accused him of being a uh, a pedophile. Yeah, he said, pe- he Pe-pedo? called him pedo? Pedo? Pedo, pedo guy 
on Twitter. Like he said, blah, blah, blah. Thanks a lot, pedo guy. Which, um... <laughs> Specifically if, because he's a uh, British male who lives in Thailand. Which yeah. we all know... The only reason anyone would live in Thailand is because you like Thai food. Is to well, I was gonna say have sex with little boys, but because you like Thai food. Because you like Derek. Thai food. Is that is that a code? Is this like why a pizza am gate I thing? the one who's trying to not be offensive? Is this a PizzaGate thing? What happened? Is Thai food code? Yes. Some yellow curry. Ew. <laughs> I'm, no, winking. Okay. I'm winking. Okay. <laughs> I'm winking. We all know that <laughs> Thailand has a very. I don't know if you'd say bad because it's good for some people. Like, I don't. Does they have like they have a they have a very staunch reputation for sexual tourism? So yeah. So but the the sexual tourism I'm aware of, and maybe that's just because of the circles I travel in, is not uh, like child sexual tourism. It's it's adult. It's like lady boys. No, it's it's boys too. Oh, for real? Yeah. There's like rich white people who go to Thailand to have sex with boys. And I'm googling this. I'm sorry to uh, ruin everybody's day. I mean, you did want to hear us scream about nice things, but the world is a fucking terrible place. Terrible things happen in it, and we can't shield you any longer. So, anyways, yes. Um, whether or not people who live like expatriates who move to Thailand get that reputation. If you're like the billionaire of a country and you always go shooting your guns off, you don't say, you don't call another guy pedo guy. That's just like, especially in the current climate we're in where everybody's frothing at the mouth and looking for a target to like just launch all their vitriol on the internet at. Yes. Especially, like, dude, you're a billionaire. You're richer than God. Like, pay a couple of handlers yeah. to, like, sit in a room and you can spout off about it and they'll laugh and pretend to like your shitty jokes and be like, you're totally right, Alan. And yeah. then, except for he probably fired these handlers when those guys were like, you should delete the Twitter page for tel- Tesla. And he's like, all right, it's all gone. <laughs> and he just deletes it and, like, costs how many, like, social marketing people their job. And the worst part about this whole thing was not that Elon Musk wanted to come and help out. That's nice of him. The worst part is he got there and they had already had four kids out when he was like, yo, what's up? I'm here to save these kids. And like, yeah, we, uh, we already got some out. We've got like 90 divers in this like bucket chain where we like pass the kids along from diver to diver and the divers hold their air tank and we hold we help them out because they don't know how to dive and we're not just gonna ram a rocket into all this fucking caves because we don't know what that'll do to the structure and the yeah, stability and of also the expect these 12 year old Thai kids to know how to climb into an experimental fucking <laughs> sub like come on dude yeah. go back to like launching your stupid fucking cars into space uh but this oh, yeah. shows you how few times he's been told, like, no thanks in his yeah. entire life. Um, oh, could you be imagine? Like, someone's like, oh, hey, uh, Dan, there's some guy on the beach who wants to help out. And you're like, well, we don't need help because we got all these super, pr- we got all the best divers in the world, pretty much. They're like, yeah, it's uh, Elon Musk. Do you want to go tell him no? And you're like, <laughs> uh, Ooh. imagine that conversation. So, uh, 
Ellen is it? Oh, Elon. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Elon. So, um, <laughs> so you want to come help us, although we definitely respect your interest and your uh, dedication to the safety of these young boys, and um, we also respect that you have many fanciful gadgets that would help in any situation. Not only this, but any situation where uh, supervillain-esque gadgets are needed. But uh, we kind of already have some kids out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you came all this way to help, but... Uh, That's where you just, like, you give them a Fisher-Price headset, like the kinds you used to wear when you were a kid, and you're like, here you go, buddy. You're the commander now. And you let him put it on, and he's, like, sitting there playing, pretending like he's gotten go the rescue operation. one step further and give him that Fisher-Price, like, rotary phone with the face <laughs> on it that we had when we were, like, four. With, like, it's <laughs> Elon Musk awarding the like, rescue operation. It's like, bing, 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 bing. Bing, 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 bing. Hello? Oh, guys, I think I think this phone you gave me has bad reception. I can't hear any of you guys. Can we sound off? Am I getting all these messages? The worst, the worst thing was that because Elon Musk is like, he represents this entire dumb fuck belief that's emerged over the past, like, 15 years since the rise of the internet. That's like, if you work hard... And you, like, are a genius. You can come up with good ideas. Yeah. Anyone can become this, like, crazy fucking billionaire. Like, Elon Musk is the kind of the poster boy for uh, what everyone believes is meritocracy in the States, which is, yeah. that, like, based on how hard you work, you can make anything of your life. Yeah. Which is bullshit. As long as you have enough drive, you can make it. Yeah. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Only he was born into a very rich family in South Africa during, like, the apartheid era. And, oh, like, yeah. oppressed black people. And there was Now, a, you want to talk about white privilege. Like, this is where white privilege stops being a joke and just becomes... Is, is an actual thing. Part of the disgusting world out there, which I warned you about before. Where it's not like... North America where you have to make up problems and kind of inflate them. It's like life is actually hell and people are dying for no reason. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, this guy grew up like an extremely wealthy family in South Africa and then like turned that extreme wealth into more extreme wealth, which fucking kudos to you, buddy. Yeah, like you made but, PayPal. Good for you. But yeah, that's the so... Uh, he had all these dipshits, like, just this army of, like, it was very similar to how you see Jordan Peterson's fans yeah. act online when he, you expose the man to any criticism whatsoever, is they just, like, it is, it is very, like, hive mind called, like, like, just turd on the enemy. You know what I think we're overdue for, you and me personally? Some of these fucking yes-men these guys get, where are they hiding? Like, yeah. nobody comes up and says, oh, no, Dale, that bad idea is actually pretty good. You should go with that. Nobody like Jordan Peterson has all these guys been like, yeah, that's a really good idea. You should do that. Elon Musk, like basically half the Internet's like we love Elon Musk and we want him to just do whatever he can. And yes, Elon Musk, you're awesome. Whereas us, everybody's like, no, Dale, that's not a funny I mean, we're, joke. We're pretty charismatic. I yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would take, you know, in the case of Elon Musk, I would either take many billions of dollars yeah. or the adoration of hundreds of thousands of people. I don't need them both. I'm I'm easy to please. Yeah. I'm very I'm a simple man. Yeah, I don't want to get greedy. I'll just take half of each. Yeah. 
Perfect. I, that's good. That's yeah, that's right? generous. Uh, we have a podcast. Like, where yeah. where's our cult? So, if you're hearing this and you're like, you know what? I want to be a yes man. I've heard about it on the internet. Just uh, message me and Derek. Tell yep. us how handsome and funny we are. Mm-hmm. And we'll just go from there. We can add you to the, uh, the oh, we need a clever, the out, Outrage Kateers. That out, oh, we the, need a fan club. Yeah. Oh, but the shitty thing is. We got stickers. In All the, we need is a fan club. In the current political climate we live in, as soon as you get a fan club, you're most likely all right. Yeah, that's fine. Because I, like so the many times. People all hate each other so much, they can't get groups of more than 10 at once. Well, it's because you can't, you can't. So on the left, you can't, yeah. you can't like speak to some people without yeah. offending other people even yeah. just like through the sh- mere process of like not including them in your state. Yeah, exactly. Whereas on the right all you have to do is trigger libs. Yeah. And you're you're in, man. You can make thousands and thousands of dollars. So yeah. all you basically have to do to get right-wing fans is be like I don't actually fucking hate you. Yeah. I'm MAGA. I'm a, MAGA. I'm tepid to MAGA. your existence and people be like I love this guy. MAGA. Yeah. Donald Trump is your president. There are only two genders. Uh, what else do right wing? Uh, oh, wait. Do we have oh, to be? Oh, blue, uh, blue, lives, blue lives matter. Do we have to be Christian? Uh, nah, no. Uh, I don't think. Like, I think Donald, most alt-right people are religious. Yeah, they, they pretend Trump's to be. They're not faking Donald it. Donald Trump. That's, that's oh, he's it. faking it. I don't want to fake it. Well, you can fake it. Jeez, God is good. Uh, life life begins at conception. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh <laughs> don't <laughs> uh what else blue blue lives we got that blue lives matter uh, uh, support your troops uh yeah oh yeah oh, i stand stand for the flag and kneel for the kneel for the uh fuck i can't remember I, These it's on a bumper sticker bleed. it's on a bumper sticker yeah i like how i'm I, just gonna google country music lyrics <laughs> <laughs> i can't even think of right wing uh like taglines that are for Canada, like right wing. Uh, oh, I know right wing hates welfare a lot. Wing. See that oh, yeah. a lot on the internet. Like uh, stickers. Social service programs. Yeah. Are how are you going to pay for money? it? How are you going to pay for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You dirty what? libs. What you're going to cut? You're going to cut our billions of dollars in needless defense spending into the pockets of military contractors to pay for health care? No. Yeah. No. Are you going to stop buying outdated weaponry from other countries who don't want to use it anymore? Canada? Yeah. Are you going to... Oh, don't don't tread on me. Guns? Guns? That, I love guns. More, that's more American stuff. I love stuff. guns. That's more American stuff. No, you could do that. It's there. A lot of them are being telegraphed. So we see like uh, uh, dipshit... Uh, not Rob Ford. He's the dead one. Doug Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Ford. The, the, the uh, Ford that's still alive. Yeah. The one who's... Uh, all of a sudden he's like... Oh, sanctuary cities and fucking yeah. immigrants and illicit border crossing. And you're like, dude, you're fucking Canada. Like, there is none of that. Yeah. But I fucking guarantee this will be, like, a major thing in uh, the next federal election just because oh, yeah. it's just going to get repeated and repeated oh, until then. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're going to be like, holy shit, do we have a border problem? Like, mm-hmm. are the Mexicans like jumping over yeah. the the entire continental US and landing on our border. Derek, that is ridiculous. They could never jump that far. They're obviously building tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we return, we're going to talk about more dumb shit that made people on that uh, people angry on the internet this week. 
going back. The one thing I miss when we have to record episodes without you. No one's quite stuck the voice. Yeah, it's that sexy voice you talked about. My voice is so sexy. (laughs) Okay. Right? Uh, You know what else is sexy? Capitalism. I love capitalism. (laughs) Well, I love buying stuff. Yeah. Big fan. So I know in communist countries, you're not allowed to buy stuff because they're like, here's the money for your rent. Oh, the government owns everything you rent, so we're just keeping your money. And then you're like, oh, golly gee. Dude, I was talking to this guy. He used to live in Korea that I work with. They work fucking seven days a week there in South Korea. Yeah, Cor- South It's Korea supposed to be not, the good one. South Korea is not, yeah, but they also have a much... Uh, stronger work ethic. Yeah, I know it's not the communist one, but in other countries, they work 12 days a week, every week, or seven days a week. Yeah, I was going to correct you on the math 12 there. hours. <laughs> 12 days a week. 12 hours a uphill day. Uphill both ways. 12 hours a day. In the driving snow. <laughs> driven. No, they work Shit. 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Like, in Korea right now, they're trying to get the work week down to 50 hours. I mean, really, when you look at a lot of people here, particularly particularly in the States, yeah. uh, like when I go traveling now, I will inevitably meet Uber drivers in yeah. other cities because yeah. we don't have Uber here in Vancouver because of the fucking taxi lobby. Thanks, taxi lobby. Well, it's like when they made taxis, they're like, we need all these laws so these guys don't just murder us and leave us under a bridge somewhere. Yeah. They're like... Fine, we'll have all these screening processes, you wieners. And licensing. And now they're like, yeah, yeah, no, you can't have just random guys drive a car now because of all these fucking loopholes you wanted us to make so they didn't stab you before. Well, Dale, that's not very disruptive of you. You got to plan for disruption, man. Either just ease up on the fucking... There's always been ghost cabs. Yeah. Like... Cars that are just pretending to be cabs, and they're like, hey, give me 20 bucks, I'll take you here. And you're like, hey, get out of here. Hey, why is there a machete in your backseat? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about it because it's through an app, so I can't murder you. It's safe. Uh, Always meet Uber drivers, and they're always, always like, oh, I have a full-time job that I work 40 hours a week at. And then to make ends meet, I drive an Uber for like five hours after I get off of my eight hour shift. And you're just like, how the fuck is that living? Like, why? How would you not just like cut back on your expenses? That's it's the gig economy, man. It's the future. Like meritocracy. The harder you work, if you work 18 hours a day in the States, you will get much farther and much richer no, it's bullshit. That's not true at all. I would just, like, instead of getting a second job, I would get a roommate. Like, shit like that. Like, I would just not spend as much money on yeah. stuff. Like, because I've been poor or for not, a lot. Or not live in a house. And you just, like, when you're poor, you just tell yourself, you're like, I can't have those nice things because I'm poor. And then you just deal with your life and then you don't have to work too much. Yeah, ideally you develop, like, a substance abuse problem to, you know... A cheap Offset. substance yeah, abuse. Yeah, something like, you know, meth. weed or alcohol. Meth is good. Alcohol uh, is way too expensive. Uh, no, if you're getting, like, 40s of malt liquor, I think that's a pretty... That's I remember true. we used to get fucked up every weekend in high school on, like, 8 bucks because that's what it cost you for two forties of OE or a 2-liter oh, of growers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a 2-liter of growers. <laughs> that was... That was the shit. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, capitalism is good. Today is Prime Day. Amazon's uh, attempt to invent a shopping day between Christmas and Black Friday. Uh, How many years has Prime Day been around? This is the third, I want to say. Okay. I could Google it, but my computer keeps crashing. We're going to have to mostly rely on you because I'm not actually a Prime owner. I am. I, you see? You see what I got? Uh, I got. Yeah, you got creatine. I got creatine. I'm going to get jacked. What else did you get? And probably twice as angry. That's it. Creatine. Oh, an electric toothbrush, but that's yeah. not getting delivered till tomorrow. I, uh... I didn't buy creatine. You know why? Because I'm already jacked. Good one, Dale. <laughs> no, but honestly, this is going to make me sound like an old-fashioned fuddy-duddy, but I don't like online shopping. And here's why. Because when I'm... I'm giving you a look. I know. I'm giving you a look Everybody, right now. he's giving me squinty eyes. So this is the reason I don't like online shopping. Because when I'm trying to make myself feel better through nefarious material means by buying stuff to fill the gap in my feelings that are just a hole of sadness. Buying something online and then waiting would never fill that hole. So I have to go to a mall and buy something so I can have it right away and then fill the hole in my heart. That's the beautiful thing. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get same-day delivery, man. No more waiting a week for your shit to show up. Yeah, this... This appeals to me because this is instant. Well, it's not instant. It's not as instant. It's like you don't get to go have it and then you just have it. It's like you got to wait a couple hours. But this is still good because that way I don't have to leave my house and interact with other people. Because the reason I love the podcast so much is because I just have to talk to you. Like if you and me were saying all of our bullshit opinions outside, people would be like, hey, I want to argue with you. You'd be like, no, you don't. Technically, we are talking to our no, we're talking, dozens of listeners. We're talking at them. We're not talking to we're them. We're engaged. Dale, we want them to think. Oh, wait. I mean, they're part, we respect they're part of this. all of your opinions. I love when people send me messages telling me what a dumb dipshit I am every time we release a new episode. That is my favorite thing. Keeps me going. Maybe this is why we don't have yes men. Why? Because everyone knows how fucking wrong we are. Yeah. All the time. Mm. Uh, this is Amazon's third, third annual project. Okay. So as I was saying... Having Amazon Prime and same-day delivery would save me from going to the mall so I wouldn't have to actually talk to people and have that, like, weird retail small talk. Hey, can I help you with anything no, today? No, just browsing. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, you can't I say that. Don't want to talk to people. I just want to look at stuff and touch it. Get out of here. Hey, are you interested in hearing about some? No, I don't want to hear about your deals. Leave me alone. Have you signed up for our loyalty program? And the worst part is, the worst part is five minutes later when I'm actually willing to, like, ready to buy something. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? I want to buy this. Oh, I told everyone in the store to fuck off. Oh, they all hate me. Get out of here or I'll stab you. Why aren't they helping me anymore? See, life is all about finding the perfect balance of hatred. Because you want people to hate you just enough that they don't want to hear about your day. But if you're bleeding in the street, they'll call the ambulance for you. Like at work, it's like a kind of a dickhead to the new people. Just so they don't ask me for help every time they need to find something. Because new people, they don't know the shop. They don't know where all the tools are. They're like, hey, can you help me find this? And I was, I was like, hey, I'm Friendly Dale. I'm going to help you. <laughs> friendly Dale. And then, no, because then they're always like, hey, 
hey, you want to learn about my life? And I'm like, not really. They're like, hey, I don't know anything about you. Do you want to tell me? Not really. And then they're like, hey, do you know where this tool is? I'm like, fuck, okay. I, so now I'm just like. I thought people went into welding specifically so that they would never have to interact with another human being. No. <laughs> is no. that not? Dude, we interact all day, every day. Most of the time, we joke about having sex with each other. Uh, which, I think that's just you, actually. No, it's me and this other guy. <laughs> Every time he's bent over, I'm like, <laughs> and it's kind of our thing. And I realize that in an office environment, it probably wouldn't fly. Would not fly. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it might, but it would be interpreted as legitimate flirting. <laughs> and you would be expected to then have sex with each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd have to dock <laughs> each other. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so you, like, I don't know, I say something dickheadish to the new people. Not not enough to get me in trouble, which is actually, I could say a lot without getting <laughs> in trouble. But it's like, I want I don't want them to, like, hate me, hate me, but I want them to just kind of be like, ugh, fuck that guy. And that's the sweet spot. Yeah. What I found works best is if you say something really offensive, but you cloak it in politeness. Like, you say it, you take something like, like, say, our previous example, when you're like, get the fuck away from me, retail salesperson, or I'll stab you. Yeah. And you say, please, get away from me, or I will stab you. <laughs> that, like, that we'll that leave shadow. Please better. remove yourself from my presence, or yeah. I will gut you like a fish, and yeah. you will bleed all over this floor. You gotta add more positive. You gotta be like, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> remove yourself <laughs> from my presence, or I'll stab you with my knife. <laughs> That was a great. That was a great shatter. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. Uh, anyway, Prime Day happened today. The website crashed, which is fucking like this is the one. This is the day you invented to sell things, and you would think that your website would be equipped to sell the things you want to sell. Uh, and the website crashed. And this is yet another example of why USA is actually better than Canada because in the U.S. They got pictures of puppies and dogs being like, ah, shit don't work. Here's a picture of a puppy so you don't drive to our warehouse and murder us all. But in Canada, it's like, click here to shop all our deals. And then the link didn't work. How did you get your creatine? I ordered it last night before the actual crush happened. Uh, But it was still on sale. So uh, Wait, yesterday wasn't Prime Day, was it? Bro, you're already looking jacked. Did it get jacked, bro? Creatine's working. It's already, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, Amazon Prime will deliver it directly into my veins. <laughs> I was uh, going to say beefcake, but I don't think anybody get like a South Park season, what, four reference? Yeah, that's a little dated. That's Dude. one of those things that's. Yeah, you know, I went on uh, the internet and I was going to watch some South Park and I was like, oh, what what season are they up to? And it's on Crave. It's be like 30-something right? the newest episode, newest season is 21. Yeah. That's a long ass. There are 21-year-olds that were born in a South Park world. That is fucked up. That's almost like The Simpsons. There's people who are almost oh, 30. Oh, Simpsons is going to be episode or 29. season. Yeah. 29. That's like fucking soap opera years. There's so many. How do you do anything for 29 years? Oh, it just makes me. Uh, it just makes me feel really old. Yeah. Welcome to the world. <laughs> oh, in addition to the whatever the site blackouts, uh, there are also strikes. Uh, Amazon workers, eighteen hundred Amazon workers, went on strike on Monday in Spain. Uh, Good, because it's a shitty uh, employer. 
Yeah. So I've heard. Oh, they're awful. They uh, they have like they're really admired and respected in the business world because they found a way to like calculate the optimal human productivity and just like bleed every second out of out of their yeah. workers. Um, you know, we hear horror, horror stories all the time about how like uh, uh, warehouse workers have to like piss in bottles because they can't spare the time because you have to meet like a quota of how yeah. many boxes you pack and ship. So people will just like urinate bottles, which like I get it. Like I, I think Think of how much time collectively in the world is wasted walking to a bathroom so we can piss in a toilet versus if we all just got like catheters and bags like counterpoint. I go poop because it take at work because it takes like 15 minutes. It doesn't take me that long to actually go to the bathroom, but I take that long to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but imagine I have like opposite Amazon work because I'll be like uh, I'm just going to go walk around for five minutes <laughs> just because <laughs> Ooh, need a break but imagine so in the very near future we're all going to be uh, working on the Amazon model where we're like our time is spent down to the like second yeah and if we have to you know shit in bags at our desk to make that happen so be it that's the price you pay we wanted capitalism. We got capitalism, baby. Yeah, we're going to get hyper-capitalism. Yeah. Uh, but, like, if you're a business owner and your employees are, are basically just, you know, cogs in, in your money-making machine, yeah. you want as much money as possible. Yeah. Uh, and I, Wait, I want money. And to, So here's what you need to do. Who can I make into an object to do my work for me you, to make more you money? You need to... I'm like fighting the urge to not say something offensive, or I'm just not going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> so what you do is you start a business and you hire some people, and then you make sure that those people are always working. And uh, you know, do you want to hear like the not warehouse, but like the old way people used to do this in Canada? I don't know how it works in other countries. But in BC and Alberta, that's the only country or provinces I've worked in, you have a three-month probation period where in those three months you can be let go for no reason at all. So companies will hire a whole bunch of like five or six people and then right before the three months is up, they'll be like, all right, you're all laid off. Do you know in the U.S. you can do that whenever the fuck you want? What? Yeah, it's called at-will employment and it's basically – what at will employment means is that you can be fired anytime for any reason and the company doesn't owe you shit. And now that's like the default for most people's employment contracts now is that wow. you're an at will employee and good fucking luck. You have no recourse if, if you are fired anytime for any reason. Well, that sucks because like here, if you get fired, you get two weeks pay because you didn't yeah, get you enough get notice. pay. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- at-will employment is a term used in U.S. labor law for contractual relationships in which an employee can be dismissed by an employer for any reason uh, and without warning as long as the reason is not illegal. So you can't fire someone for, like, being black or a woman. That is crazy. But you can fire them. Because you don't like them. Yeah, or you, Trump, you can fucking invent some trumped-up reason, like... Uh, 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 
but yeah, that's like that's a, the a, a great deal of employment in the U.S. is is at will employment now. So that sounds that's like terrible. Yeah, so it's like your three month probation all the time. You never hit a point in your employment in the states where you're like, oh, I feel confident that I'm not going to be fired. And at least if I'm fired, I'm going to get a paycheck to like get me through to my next shitty job. Yeah, you can just spend like two weeks. It's like an extra vacation because you got laid off and you're like, ah, fuck it, whatever. I'll get laid off and then I'll just do nothing for a week. Then I'll look for a job. The best thing is when you have you ever been like fired or laid off from a job and then you're given like additional severance, not just the two weeks, but let's say you get a month and then you find another job immediately after. And then that's like that's bonus money, baby. You oh, can, yeah. That's like an extra paycheck that you just got. And the chicks for free. Yeah. Oh, wait. We can't say That's lyrics, problematic. Right? Problematic. Ooh. It was a more enlightened time in the 80s. Uh, yeah. What was the other thing you wanted to talk about? Oh, poor people. Greyhound. Yeah. So uh, basically what happened was everybody fucking hates Greyhound. Greyhound, uh, the the bus service. It's like planes for the poors. Yeah. And they dropped their prices so far and people still didn't take it. And then they were like, you know what, fuckers? None of you want to take our buses. We're taking our buses and we're going home. So e- west of Ontario, all of Greyhound is gone except for Vancouver to Seattle, Seattle. which yeah. is the only Greyhound bus I'd contemplate taking because I don't like that drive, but I like Seattle and I like Vancouver and I like going to them. But you can take a train, apparently, which is way better. A train? Yeah. There's a train that runs from, like, a passenger train that runs from Vancouver to Seattle. That sounds fucking awesome. That I would probably take sometime. I would definitely take that because I have never taken a passenger train that's not an LRT in my life. And I definitely want to because it looks so cool in all those movies. It's it's like a Greyhound, but you're on rails instead yeah, of a fucking I bus. Uh, so as a person uh, who was formerly... Uh, you know, below the poverty line. This is a decision that really impacts uh, poor people a lot. Like people mm-hmm. who, if you don't own a car, uh, you but you still need to travel. Like if yeah. you have to go see family or whatever. I rode a lot of fucking Greyhound buses in like throughout most of my 20s because uh, I didn't own a car. Uh, I, I had to travel from like Edmonton to Salmon Arm for Christmas or yeah. even from Vancouver to Salmon Arm for Christmas. And it was the most hellish experience of my life. But, uh, you know, what were the alternatives? You could pay like $800 to rent a car. Yeah. Or you could buy a shitty plane ticket or you could just cram yourself into a Greyhound seat for eight hours. Uh, what are you, what are you looking at? Right I'm now? looking up the price of, uh, Va- Vancouver to Calgary cause it's not going away till the end of October. So they still have You're prices. looking at airfare, dipshit. Oh, what the fuck? Anyways, do you know how much it costs to take the Greyhound from Vancouver to Calgary right now? 50 bucks. For real? That's why it's going away. Cause nobody was paying $50 in what would cost you. That's. You can't even drive that. It costs like I think two hundred bucks worth of gas almost. I mean, okay. To be fair, the amount of time it would take to do that would be like how much is your time worth? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh yeah, seventy bucks. Oh, web only fare. For web only fare, and it takes. Oh, departing, twelve fifteen a.m. Yeah. 
Oh, 18, 18 hours in a Jesus fucking bus. Christ. So you're paying 70 bucks, Ooh. but like 18 hours on a bus 18 hours. would just be. <laughs> yeah. The last time I rode a Greyhound, I like everybody has every adult that I talk to has the last time I took a Greyhound. It took this long. Never the fuck again. And mine was I went from Vancouver to Enderby, which is five hour drive, and it took over ten hours on the bus. Never again. I would rather drive myself for ten hours than sit on a bus for ten hours. Yeah, it's the worst. I would rather take take my uh, my risks like hitchhiking or. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walking, riding a bike. The the problem is you can't think of something worse than Greyhound. No. Yeah. Like even hitchhiking, you're riding in a regular car. And unless you get picked up by a creep or someone who stinks profusely. Which like as white dudes, we don't have to worry about creeps so much. So an argument I heard about this this uh, Greyhound thing is that it, uh, it disproportionately affects Aboriginal people. Which is true because they are... Uh, lower income class yeah. and they are more routinely preyed on by uh you know you look at the um what was it the trail of tears yeah the yeah trail of tears yeah uh so you know if if you're uh a young aboriginal woman yeah. lacking the the capital to to fly somewhere yeah. or to rent a car uh how how are you going to how are you going to travel now yeah but you got a you like 70 bucks from Vancouver to Calgary. That is not like unless they get um, public funding, there's no way to keep a business like that afloat. Like, I mean, what they should be doing is, I guess, interchanging like city buses. Like, you could take. A Vancouver bus to Abbotsford, an Abbotsford bus to Chilliwack, a Chilliwack bus to Hope, and then Hope to Merritt, and then Merritt to Kamloops. Like, they should maybe start a program like that where the cities pay for it. But, like, I know what you're saying. Like, this will – and another reason it's going to disproportionately affect Aboriginal people is because they're also – they also live remotely in small towns and such. Where where they don't have, There isn't lots of transit. Airports. Um, what, what Greyhound should have done is they should have done the, like the discount airline model where like, sure, you get, you can get a Greyhound ticket for like for 40 bucks, but if you want to bring a bag on the bus or, you know, you got one checked bag, that's going to be an extra 50 bucks. Uh, if you want like a meal or you want to buy like in-flight Wi-Fi or in, in bus, bus Wi-Fi, uh, that's going to cost that. Like there were so many opportunities for them to, to, uh, you know, upsell people, uh, that they didn't, didn't really take probably cause they're, uh, you know, people who use the Greyhound can't really afford <laughs> to fucking yeah, buy like those you things. You can't really upcharge yourself. I'm just looking right now. So luckily if you live in Alberta, there's something called red arrow, which, uh, looks like it goes from, I guess, the major cities in Alberta. Uh, I don't know why this isn't working. 
Anyway, I don't care. Yeah, I was, anyways. rest in peace, Greyhound. I had many, many shitty fucking bus rides on you. Uh, I think, but you did help me escape Enderby and go to Vancouver to go to a Marilyn Manson concert when I was sixteen. Yeah, I and think, I will always have that memory. But the Greyhound part is the worst part of the memory. That was the worst. I used to uh, regularly ride the Greyhound when I was uh, in high school in Savin Arm. I was dating a girl in Kamloops, and every weekend uh, for a while, I would I would ride the Greyhound from Salmon Arm to to Kamloops. So thanks for uh, facilitating my my teenage lust, Greyhound. I'll, I'll always have a special place in my heart for you because of that. Yeah, I had sort of a similar story, except for I was going from Enderby to go somewhere else. And there was no girl waiting for me on the other end. That's a good story. So it was just me and the shitty bus. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that great of a story. That was like Phil Collins in the Alamo, man. That was, uh, that was really well, good. Let me uh, twist your ear for 416 <laughs> more pages about Dale's Greyhound adventure. Uh, we're going to jump to the mailbag here. Uh, listener Scott Graham, uh, when asked what made him angry this week, he said, corn dogs. what the hell is the point of the stick? Just give me a stickless battered wiener so I can die happy. How are you going to dip it, Scott? Yeah, how, are you, how would you hold it. You How are you going to dip that bat- wiener like in the batter, Scott? Scott? Get your fucking head out of here. Come on, Scott. You right. can't dip a wiener. You're going to get batter all over your fingers. Uh, Yana Lee said, it's too hot and I want to fight the sun, which I would respond to by saying, don't go to Phoenix because it's <laughs> shitty. And I would say, blame all those people who complain about the rain. Uh, Tia, things that made her angry this week. People who walk slowly across crosswalks. I would just say people who walk slowly in general. Yeah, like, slow walkers, fuck, fuck you, you. You don't got anywhere to go? You don't got anywhere you got to be? Wait. Go to that place. I take it back. Why? Because I play Pokemon Go and I walk slow and I play Pokemon oh, Go. Oh, you played in like, like you don't like just stand in a, like are you like oh, I'm, strolling I'm down like, the street? I'm like the person asshole. everybody You're hates because I'll be like looking at my phone and I'll just stop. I'm that guy. And then I'll be like walking slowly down the sidewalk and I'll just stop. And then I'll go and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to walk five feet this way. And I'll walk to like the side of the sidewalk to try to get a Pokestop and then I'll walk back in. And it's like if I didn't have my phone right in front of my face, people would just probably think I was drunk. How They're many like, times a day do people like just like full on run into you? Or, like, slam yeah. into your butt. See, there's this thing, like, you know how there's, like, white privilege? There's this thing called big guy privilege. And when you're going down the sidewalk and you're like me, like, I'm six foot, 250 pounds, and people just, like, part and go around me. It's actually pretty rad. Like, I remember my one friend was walking with me, and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? He's like, people don't bump into you. And I'm like, yeah, people don't really bump nah, into me. They're going like, to drive a Honda Civic into a semi, man. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. He's like, people shoulder me all the time. I'm like, man, get bigger. I don't know. Get overweight. Uh, more stuff. Uh, my cousin, Steven, I'm mad that people, uh, myself specifically, aren't more accepting of ketchup on craft dinner. I want to make this fucking clear if you eat ketchup over the age of 10, you are a child. You are a child. That shit is toddler sauce. There is no reason a grown-up should be eating ketchup ever. It's red sugar. It's, it's yeah, it's not even, it's not, there's no tomatoes in it. Okay, it's wait. like I have one thing that you can eat ketchup if you're poor. 
because I don't want to shit on the poor. You're trying to make ends meet and you don't want to go drive Uber. And one of the ways you can like not have two jobs is you eat a little more no name ketchup instead of any other sauce that adults would normally eat. Like like what are you talking about using a spaghetti sauce or what? Yeah. Or like what I found when I was poor that I really liked was you take white rice and you put some ketchup on it and you put soy sauce on it. Oh, and Jesus that's Christ. It. What and the fuck? I'm not pretending it's good. But you can eat it, and it's cheap as fuck. And also, Steven, is his name Steven? Yeah. What the fuck? You're just going <laughs> to ignore hot sauce? Hot, okay. Sriracha? Yeah. Yes. Uh, regular hot sauce? Yes. Yeah. Uh, best condiment for Kraft Dinner? Mustard. Come at me. What? Yellow French's mustard with the cheese. Put a little gra- uh, ground beef in there. Oh. Fucking boss! It's like it's oh. like a cheeseburger in oh in macaroni and cheese. I'm form. not gonna do that because I don't eat craft dinner anymore because of my dietary restrictions. <laughs> Due to my gout, I can no longer. I didn't want to say it because dinner. I feel like I talk about it too much. But <laughs> I did. You know what my go-to with craft dinner was? Your gout too. <laughs> my gout too. <laughs> When I had crab dinner, I would get a can of tuna. Oh yeah, that, some frozen vegetables. And hot sauce. Tuna mac. Bam. That's how you get the gains, bro. Yeah. You eat all that protein. If by gains you mean gout, then yes, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly that's how you, you get You it. gain gout. The <laughs> only problem about taking my advice about having poor people food <laughs> is that it gave me gout. So if you follow any of my advice, you're just going to have a hell life when yeah. you grow up. Uh, caveat, <laughs> whenever you hear Dale talking about the garbage food he ate, it the, the end of the story is that it eventually gave him gout and okay. now he can't eat anything. And one of the things I used to do was I'd take a can of pork and beans and mix it with a can of tuna and eat that after the gym because it's like 60 grams <laughs> of protein as like this is like poor people creatine and then I got gout so don't do that either <laughs> just order creatine like Derek did on Prime oh uh, yeah $11 for 80 <laughs> servings yeah and mine was $2 okay well Dale's still but mine will hopefully not give me gout ever who knows hopefully. jury's still out on that alright anything else you'd like to add I am very sweaty right now <laughs> yeah we're gonna go uh, take a cold shower Together. Yeah. You know, oh, wait, if that we, gets us listeners. I don't think we're allowed to joke about stuff like that anymore. Oh, were you? I guess we're not joking. Was that hey. a joke? Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to Outrage Factory, the whatever podcast. Uh, I have been your host, Derek Bolin. You could tweet at me on the Twitter machine at Herder. And I'm Dale the Ruder, and you can tweet at me at Super Delbot. Ladies. Dude, <laughs> I want to do. It's so tempting to just do, like, CBC at night. CBC Radio 2 voice. Yeah, do the, the you know, the the Terry, Terry Gross NPR kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, and uh, thank you for tuning in with us tonight <laughs> on uh, Outrage Factory. It's been a pleasure having you with us to listen to all our little ditties. And if you, by chance, are going to the store, why don't you treat yourself? to something nice. <laughs> this is going to be a new catchphrase now. Like, like, I'm going to make you uh, <laughs> t- treat yourself. 
Uh, tweet us out, Outrage Fact Pod. Like us on the Facebook at Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, if you've listened this far in the episode, please go check us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about iTunes, us. Simplecast. Uh, Is it I- Simplecast? Uh, iTunes, Simplecast, uh, SoundCloud, where I've stopped uploading our episodes. Are they still uh, there, though? Yeah, the old ones are, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Google, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, wherever. Nobody has wherever. Google Play. Wherever. I have experience. What do you use? Exclusively Galaxy phones, and I don't have Google Play. What do you listed your podcast on? Uh, iTunes. You can get iTunes on a fucking Android phone? No, I have an iPod that I use exclusively. Oh, Mr. Knox Apple products all the time as an iPod. Interesting. I've ever had. Interesting. I've ever endorsed by Apple is their iPods that they don't make anymore. They do make them. They just build them into a fucking phone. Well, so they, have could- not, they don't make iPod Nanos. Well, yeah, like you said, because the fucking Google Play and like all their like sucks, all sucks their ass. apps, super shitty assholes for listening to stuff, because it's like as soon as you close the program, your podcast starts over. So what a waste. I exclusively bought an iPod iPod. To listen to podcasts. Mm. Joe Rogan. Interesting. All day, every day. Derek, come at me. Yeah, well, we can talk about that. I do want to say one thing. Joe Rogan. No. Himself isn't the best person for podcasting because he's neither smart or anything. The beauty of Joe Rogan is he doesn't have any allegiances. So he'll have experts from very many different fields who are smarter than me because they know how to make smart sentences like he'll have like he'll have like scientists he makes you say words better (laughs) oh yeah i was talking about nootropics and i was like they make your words go together into sentences better that's the thing about joe rogan is that he like he kind of shills some of the weird conspiracy theory bullshit and then he also sells like bizarre products that have no scientific founding whatsoever oh he they do they did do He says they did a bunch of scientific testing. (laughs) Yes. Why would he say that? I can't understand why Joe Rogan, the guy selling the products, would say that they've done scientific tests on them. So anyways, my point is, like, he'll talk about MMA and it sucks, but he'll have, like, super smart scientists, like about health, about, like, mental health, about, like, brain shit. And then he'll have, like, anthropologists on and historians on. And he'll have all these just, like, different random shit. So you learn all this cool shit, but... And only 10% of it is factually accurate, but... Well, the scientists and the experts he bring in know a lot of shit. Like, he talked to this one guy about coyotes for three hours. And I was like, who gives a fuck about coyotes? And at the end of the three hours... I cared about coyotes. <laughs> yeah, now. That's it. You should have listened to that before you went to Phoenix. I'm not. No, that's the hawk. All right. We're going to go now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Until next week, stay angry.